Listen to WGN Radio's newest podcast, Behind the Badge, Illinois, hosted by David Hochberg. Behind the Badge, Illinois, views current events through the eyes of Illinois law enforcement leaders. Tune in. Visit WGNRadio.com slash Behind the Badge. 720 WGN, thanks for joining us. It is... Indigenous Peoples Day, an occasion to consider the history of the U.S. and how it has treated Native people. The state of Illinois has no federally recognized tribal land that I know of, but over 70% of Native Americans nationwide live in urban areas, not reservations. Chicago has one of the largest urban American Indian populations in the country with about 175 tribes represented. That's what I found out. Kim Vijou is with us, the executive director of the Mitchell Museum of the American Indian. Is that an accurate statement, Kim? Yes, that's very accurate. I'm glad that you were you pointed that out. It's that um, you know many of the things, our population size, and the fact that we live mostly in suburb cities is is really unknown. So thank you for bringing that up. And one of the things that has come about with Indigenous Peoples Day is the push to have your history taught in school curriculums, K through 12. And from what I read, 87% of state history standards don't mention Native American history after 1900. And 27 states don't mention Native Americans at all in their curriculum in schools. But that's going to change in Illinois. Yes, and that's something that we are very excited about and very proud that the Native community here in the area was really instrumental in pushing that forward. So um, it will be mandatory in all schools. And I think the the greatest part about this for Native students and non-Native students is that they're going to learn about Native people from the voice of Native people themselves. And so they'll they'll receive, you know, like a true, accurate, and authentic education versus, you know, um, curriculum about Native people who lived in the past or just uh, sort of a, a glossed over picture of who we are. So this so is going to start in, about that. Yeah, in the 2024-25 school year, correct? Yeah, and the development of the curriculum is in process now. So there's a number of Native people within the area, different scholars and um, subject matter experts who are helping to develop this curriculum, many of which who are educators in school districts in the in the region as well. So we're very excited about that and very grateful that this is moving forward um, like it has in many other states. Uh, in many other states, it's been mandatory for a very long time. So um, this is a big step forward for this community. So it will focus on Native American history, tribal sovereignty, genocide, and and much more. So that's in development right now in the state of Illinois. And what other states will you look to who already have this in their curriculum? There are actually quite a few states that have uh, statewide mandatory curriculum. And some of them, like Wisconsin, have had this in place since the late 1970s. Um, there's other states, typically, they ha- already have like a high native population. So The states in the Dakotas, Montana, Washington State, California, um, even states that don't have a huge native population like Connecticut have made these mandatory. So this is becoming um, more of the standard versus, um, you know, just 
something that slowly gets incorporated to things. It's becoming a kind of the standard in, in that the, there's inclusive education in um, classrooms across the state. Kim Vijou is the executive director of the Mitchell Museum of the American Indian. Uh, tell people about your museum and, and what's on exhibit right now and how do you celebrate Indigenous Peoples Day? Sure. So the Mitchell Museum of the American Indian is located in Evanston. We're a small museum um, that has been open since 1977. Um, but in the past two or two, three years, we've um, moved forward with, like, uh, Majority Indigenous-led staff and board of directors, and this has really changed the way that we have um, presented Native people and our cultures and our contributions. So we've been focusing on a lot of social justice issues. And so we have an exhibit now on missing and murdered Indigenous women, uh, girls, and two-spirits, really bringing shedding light on this, this epidemic that's happening to Native people across the U.S. and Canada. And then um, we're also working really hard to support our local Indigenous artists. So one of the things that we have today is free admission, but we also have like a pop-up pop-up shops for Native vendors who are selling here in the museum today. So for today, the celebration was that the museum was free to whoever wanted to come. And uh, about as of like 20 minutes ago, we had about 450 people come through. Wow. Um, a lot of families. And so we're here showing them that we're like, you know, um, a part of this community. And we have, uh, we're like a large, thriving community. And we have all of these contributions and things to offer uh, for people. And for us, it's really important that people who visit the museum understand that we are still here and we're a part of this community and thriving. So um, we're all here today sharing those experiences. And meanwhile, the Columbus Day Parade is taking place in Chicago, put on by the Joint Civic Committee of Italian Americans. And there was talk again about them holding a press conference about the Columbus statues. What do you think should happen to those? I don't think that they should be out. Um, you know, Columbus, We, you know, I think it's more well known that Columbus never sat right in the Americas. Um, his intentions were not to be here. Um, and that he was genocidal. He was a tyrant, and he was not a good person. And I think that there are plenty of other people who've had a real impact and contributions to society that could be celebrated in a much better way. Um, So personally, I'm very against them being out. I think that they are kind of a slap in the face to Native people, but also the public would be a person of his a person like Columbus should not be celebrated and should not be memorialized. Well, it'll be interesting um, how you, you know, how that is incorporated because Kim, as you know, when we went to school, that's all they taught us, you know, sure. and yeah. it's good that, uh, that the curriculum is. is changing and that it will yeah. be, it will be creative, created by native Americans. I think that's of great importance, yeah. not somebody else telling your story. Yeah, I have to remind people, too, like how painful it is for a Native child to sit in the classroom. Many times they're like one of a one of a few Native kids in the school and having to listen to that. Uh, a person of like Columbus being celebrated, it's just a very painful experience. And so we don't want that to happen. Have thank you. Native children and students hear things positively. So thank you.
Thank you, Kim. It's always great to have you on. Uh, We encourage everybody to check out the Mitchell Museum of the American Indian. And is it appropriate, Kim, to say happy, happy Indigenous Peoples Day? Do you put happy in front of that or no? Yes. Okay. We've all been saying it all day long. (laughs) Okay. Well, happy Indigenous Peoples Day, Kim. You too, Lisa. Thank you for having us. Steve's News is next from the Northwestern Medicine Newsroom.